What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the Heroes for Sale podcast. This is episode 36. So, NFL playoffs, divisional round, is probably already happened. Because I think this episode's coming out on Sunday, so you already know what happened. Uh, And something I've just been thinking about now that that season is coming to an end is, like, some players maybe to look into the thing with the NFL it's mostly like quarterbacks so I mean if you're invested in that type of market it's most like I said it's mostly quarterbacks like wide receivers I guess like I'd say Michael Thomas might be somebody so might be a player to look into uh but like you know even even players like OBJ look at their market it's not there really like if it's kind of Interesting, if you look at anybody, anybody that's not a quarterback in the NFL, there's basically no market for them. And the thing, basically, that I've been thinking about is uh, risk. Like, how much risk there is when you are buying sports cards. So, you know, I know some people, this isn't going to be a collector's podcast, I guess. This is going to be more uh, of an investor's looking at it from an investment standpoint. And, I mean, ways ways you can make money, basically. And, you know, the risk, it's always there, no matter who you're buying with sports cards. Like, you know, the one thing that I think I've seen on Twitter of maybe people who aren't in the industry or don't collect sports cards, things that they say when they... Things that they say when someone's tweeting about it or calling it investment or whatever and people will say like well what if he gets injured it's like well yeah obviously what if he gets injured I mean I feel like that goes without saying if you are I mean if you're buying sports cards and a player gets injured that's obviously a terrible thing but like what if what if you if you're buying stocks like what if there is what if the CEO decides to quit which Granted, I think with with companies, you see stuff like that probably a little bit less just because there's legalities and stuff. Um, but, like, with athletes, you look at... Or, I mean, retires, too. I guess you could look at, like, Andrew Luck. If you were buying Andrew Luck cards during the, during the off-season um, and then he retires, that's obviously not great for... Not great for your investment, Uh or just trying to think of anybody else who's maybe maybe got injured or retired. There wasn't really... I think the one thing with the NFL this year that they really lucked out on a little bit, in my opinion, is... And I, I know there's probably people who will say I'm wrong about this, and I'm sort of going off the cuff a little bit here, and I didn't look into it as much as maybe I should have, but they didn't really have any like huge injuries in my opinion you know obviously a player like J.J. Watts out for most of the season but like there's been seasons where like Aaron Rodgers has gotten hurt like last year I think they really had an issue where it was like or no no maybe which one it was the last it was either the last season or the second to last season where OBJ was with the uh was with the Giants and he broke his foot that was that was a season where I think we saw like a ton of, like, superstars get hurt. 
Um, and, you know, that obviously comes with the territory of a sport like football. You know, there's a little bit more... I, I, I don't... I feel like I don't talk as much about football investing and buying cards just because I'm not like I'm, I'm more of a fan of just the Patriots and when it comes to the rest of the league I mean I enjoy watching stuff like I'll probably like the Patriots are out but I'll probably I'll probably watch the Super Bowl I'm not gonna like do anything for the Super Bowl like I'm not gonna try and go somewhere for the game uh, I mean even if the Patriots were even if the Patriots were playing, I don't know if I would particularly go somewhere for the game, but, like, uh, in my opinion, the NFL is just not good. Like, sure, the teams that are making the playoffs are good, but even, like, I mean, the Eagles made the playoffs and they weren't very good. Like, and now that we're down to the final eight teams, obviously you're going to see better play in the playoffs. That's obvious. But, like, regular season football is just garbage. And I think... Uh, yeah, I'm going to stick with that. I don't like regular season play in the NFL, which is one reason why I don't play fantasy, which is another reason why I think I'm going to stop betting on the NFL as well, just because I do also have a take that many of you may have seen after the Patriots lost when I was a little bit salty. I said that the NFL was rigged for money, which, granted, I still do sort of think that because if you look up... uh Cle- I think it's, his name is either Cleve or Cleet uh, Blakeman. He is a referee who has a very interesting history when it comes to games coming down to the number and favoring one team or the other. And, I, you know, you can Google that guy, and you can Google Cleet. I think it's Cleve or Cleet, C-L-E-T-E or C-E. C-L-E-V-E. I forget which one it is. But you can Google that guy's name and then put betting. And there's multiple articles about this guy. About, like, covers writing about him. Like, not just not just Joe Schmo's betting blog. Like, covers is, like, one of the most important uh, betting websites. I, I don't know. I'm not going to say the world. But, like, I mean, they have all the lines, basically, which is... Which is, uh, which is where I get some of my information slash insight, I guess, on some of the games. But So back to risk here. I think with the NFL, there's much more of a risk when you're buying NFL players. Like if you're trying to invest. Where, because any, any, on any play, in my opinion, in the NFL, could be a career-ending, devastated injury. Like, if... Oh, so, uh, Alex Smith, for example. I don't know if... I don't know if he's going to be playing again. Also, his injury probably affected the way that they drafted when they drafted Dwayne Haskins. But either way, his injury... Same with, I believe it was Joe Namath. Joe Theismann. Which, if you want to talk about how weird sports is... The, it ha- the injuries happened on the same day. I think this was the day. It was something like they happened on the same exact day. And they happened... If you added up <laughs> Alex Smith and Theismann's numbers, 
it was that exact years that they happened apart from each other. Sports are weird. I'm telling you. There's some weird stuff that happens. And it's there's a lot of coincidences that are really weird. So you have like... Granted, I also don't think many people were investing in Alex Smith. And I mean, that's another thing I've seen. I think people... The people that I've seen that want to say that sports cards aren't an investment... They bring up random names of players that are like... <sighs> random names of players that like... I don't know. Just it just doesn't seem like so that doesn't seem like something that an investor would buy. I guess maybe not. I don't know. Whatever. But so back to NFL. Risky. I think NFL buying sports cards of NFL players is risky. And you look at like the top player this year and the top player who had his cards just absolutely explode. Like and I mean I I should do a little more research on this topic specifically because, like, I don't know. He went, Lamar Jackson went from, like, $40 for his PSA 10 Prism rookie card to, like, over 400 And once he wins MVP, because he's going to win MVP, and I think they just announced, the Sporting News just announced the offensive and their, their players of the year, and I'm pretty sure he won the AFC Offensive Player of the Year. So it's just the first war that he's going to win. The chances are... With the Patriots out, and I know the Patriots lost in the wild card round, but they didn't have a shot at Lamar Jackson again. But so I think the Eagle, I mean the Ravens have the best chance in the AFC. Um, I think the Chiefs. I don't know. I just think I've seen. I I, I since. Middle of the season, I saw some videos about Lamar Jackson, which I've talked about on previous episodes, about why I think they're probably going to be AFC champions and why they probably will win the Super Bowl. But, like, Lamar Jackson is a running quarterback. And granted, like, I don't think Vic had any devastating injuries. I think he kind of he kind of had the trajectory of, like, he played his whole career and didn't... He didn't... His... his his career didn't end because of an injury. It just ended because it, he was old. Uh, but, like, Lamar Jackson's a running quarterback, so I also think that the defenders, I don't know, it's weird. Because you say the defenders are bigger, maybe now, but they were probably dirtier back then to quarterbacks. And they've made a lot of rules that have changed the way that players can get hit, especially quarterbacks. This little rabbit on the path here. So, you look at you look at that, and you say, I mean, buying buying that card at four hundred dollars. You almost look at it and you say, what has where have the Mahomes cards gone since he kind of spiked up when he won the MVP? And then you say, maybe well, who's the next guy? Who knows? I made a post about that, but. If, 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 so if you're basically how, what this is boiling down to, and something I've been thinking about, and this is like maybe one of the riskiest, risk, riskiest investments you can make this offseason for football is uh, Baker Mayfield. And I, I know at the beginning of this year, Baker Mayfield was selling for $130, and now they're probably around 50 But I would say 
this year is a wash for him. Second year in the league, new head coach, bad head coach too, if we're going to be completely honest. Freddie Kitchens should not have been the head coach. And the Browns are going to Brown. That's what I'll say. So do I think the Browns will make the right decision on who the next coach should be? I don't know. They said Freddie Kitchens was going to be the guy, and he was, like, literally the worst guy they could have gotten, if I'm going to be completely honest. They, they lost a year of OBJ. They lost a year of all their studs who, you know, they lost a year of, of Baker. I don't know. It's just unfortunate that they really, they really messed that up. They really could have had a year where they maybe made the playoffs. Uh, but, you know, I think Baker, Baker's a guy that they're going to get a new head coach. Realistically, if the Browns pull Browns and they don't ask Baker Mayfield who, the, who he wants his coach to be and they sign somebody random, you know, maybe that'll be bad. But I just don't see Baker Mayfield. I see Baker Mayfield having a bounce back year. Uh, if, you know, and obviously these opinions are changing once the offseason comes. And if they make some moves that they get rid of people like OBJ, don't know if they will. You know, he's the type of player that if he wants out, he'll say it. And I don't think he's particularly been like, I want out. But, you know, I think the way that we don't know what's going on behind the scenes. I guess that's maybe one thing that I'll say. But Baker Mayfield, I think, is a guy that you could target if you really want to take some risk. Because I think we've already seen Baker Mayfield. And another thing that I think it's worth the risk is that we've already seen Baker Mayfield cards reach a point where they were selling for $130. So, like, it's not like you're taking... I'll say, I mean, I use Joe Schmo a lot, but it's not like you're taking Joe Schmo off the street and saying, I think his cards are going to go up because he's going to have a good year. We've already seen these Baker cards. We've seen the Baker cards already sell for $130. So it's not like, what's to say they can't do it again if he has a bounce back season? And maybe that's where you dump them because you say, well, is Baker Mayfield the play long term? You know, who knows? Like, this is where you get into calculating the risk. And. I think Baker could be one of the riskier plays, but he could be a play that if you wait till the summer, you could get his cards around that $30, $40 mark. And if he, he's also sort of a running quarterback. So he has that style that, well, sort of a running quarterback, I guess. He's more just, he's more agile than like Brady or like, like he doesn't just stand in the pocket all the time. And I think he has the personality. I mean, clearly he's shown he has the personality. Like he was in all those commercials last offseason and then into this year, that people will people will say, oh, well, that's the reason why he sucked because he was in all these commercials. I don't know. I think Freddie Kitchens is a terrible coach, and I think moving him from the – moving him from offensive coordinator just because he was good with Baker Mayfield to coach is was a bad decision. I also think they went through a buzzsaw at the beginning of the season. Like, they played – like, the, the AFC North played the NFC West this year, so they had – so the, the Browns played the 49ers, Seahawks, and Rams all, like, in the beginning of the season. And I think that – and then also being in the same division as the Ravens and the Steelers, I think that's, like, six games where you look at it. Ravens, Steelers – I mean, Bengals, not so much. But you look at – that's 
basically half of their schedule, I think, was they played some. They played, they. I mean, they played the Ravens twice. The Steelers almost made the playoffs. Rams kind of had a so-so season, but then you have the maybe the two top teams in the NFC West they had to play against this year. Um, they, I think they played the Patriots too. So like they played some of these top teams, and at the beginning of the season, so like they went through maybe, maybe if they were on the fence about Freddie Kitchens, they looked at it and they said, well, what, like, we just lost all these games, like, we're screwed for the rest of the year, like, I, like, I also had a futures bet on them, I had a, that nine wins, they, all they had to do was go nine and nine, and obviously they didn't, so I lost that bet, but I think they just, they, you, you can't just not be that, you just can't be bad with all those players, it just doesn't make sense, I guess, and I'll always say I guess, because I don't know what it's like to be an athlete, and I don't know what it's like to go from New York and be a superstar like Odo Beckham or go from Miami living in such awesome weather and then go to Cleveland like Jarvis Landry. Well, I don't know what it's like to win the Heisman Trophy and then have Freddie Kitchens be your coach. (laughs) So I don't know. But I think Baker Mayfield's definitely a player that is maybe a player to look at and maybe buy. If you can get him around $30, $30, $40, I think... That's a safe investment. I mean, well, not safe, but it's a risky, risky investment. But the cards have already, they've been at 130. So you can't, it's not like, it's not out of the realm of possibility that if he has a comeback year, that he could, his cards could jump back up. Maybe not to 130, but you know, maybe they could jump to like 100 or like 60 or $70. But if he has like a Lamar Jackson type season, who knows? And just with football in general, that's just kind of, you got to look at it and you say, who are, who are the players that have the most risk? But then also, if you want to make some safer investment, who safer investments? Who are the players that have the least amount of risk? So you look at players like Brady, obviously the goat. If he comes back and he wins another Super Bowl, you could see some an uptick in the, his prices, I guess. But you look at players like Aaron Rodgers. Like you can get an Aaron Rodgers, which I think is very interesting, the non-chrome. 2005 tops rookie card for like a hundred bucks. I was looking. I was looking at it the other day, and I thought that was pretty interesting because they're still in the playoffs too. So, if Aaron Rodgers wins the Super Bowl, I think that's like a quick. If you could buy that for a hundred bucks, that could go to two hundred if he starts. If he makes the Super Bowl, which I don't know. Packers they have had an interesting year as well. I I'm a fan of part of my take, which is a barstool podcast, which is Big Cat's podcast, and he has he <laughs> he notoriously all season talked about how the Packers were frauds and how he hated them. Um, so in my mind, I'm thinking that's what it is. But they have home field, so like, and they have, they got a buy. So like, they clearly aren't, you know. Wait, did they have a buy? Yeah, they did. No, did they? Yeah, yeah, they did. They did have a buy. Did they? Yeah. So, you look at a player like Aaron Rodgers. You look at a player like Drew Brees, who just got knocked out this year. Um, I mean, even Russell Wilson is kind of in that same, like same boat of like could his cards realistically go down I don't know I mean is he in that top five quarterbacks and and I think we're looking at right now the top five quarterbacks in the league I think are all they're gonna we're gonna look back at this era and be like this was one of the golden eras of football for quarterback play because you have Drew Brees you got Aaron Rodgers you got Tom Brady um and I mean I would even you you could even say like I don't know. I think those are probably the three guys that you look at and you say they have the least amount of risk because nothing they could do realistically will bring their cards down. 
I think you look at a player like Lamar Jackson or you look at a player like Patrick Mahomes, and they're a little bit of more of a higher risk because, you know, their cards jumped up and they didn't they, – they, they're only in, like, their second or third year. Like, Lamar Jackson's only in the second year. Patrick Mahomes is in his third year. So you look at quarterbacks like that who are kind of maybe more of a higher risk compared to players who are towards the end of their career. You know, another player, maybe a Peyton Manning is another player where I don't think Peyton Manning's been inducted into the Hall of Fame yet, so that's a player probably to look at and say, well, when he makes it to the Hall of Fame, that'll probably that'll probably help his cards because he's like another one of the – he was on the top 100 list for football. So, of quarterbacks. the top, they, had the, they had the top 100 players, and they had top 10 quarterbacks of all time, which I don't know if it was a fully a top 10 quarterbacks of all time list. I think it was more of like, here are the top 10 players from different eras. Like, they probably said, well, we can't... Like, realistically, I think Rodgers and Breeze probably do deserve to be on the list if we're talking top 10 players of all time. Maybe if we're talking 15, I would say they're definitely on there. Top 10, you could argue, I mean, is Drew Breeze better than, like, Otto Graham? Like, maybe, but, like... We never saw autogram play, so we don't know what. It, we don't exactly know how. It's not comparing apples to apples, technically, because it is. It's quarterbacks, but it's it's a different era. So like we don't know compare comparing the eras, I guess. So, that's kind of that's kind of what's been on my mind for football. You got to, you got the off season. People, I think people are once Lamar Jackson wins MVP, his cards are still going to go probably crazy. And then this season, this off season, people are going to be targeting those cards uh but that's gonna be it for the episode um hopefully your team won during divisional round like i said i think this episode will be out after uh but that's gonna be it so episode 36 is in the books it's heroes for sale on instagram heroes for sale on uh tiktok heroes for sale podcast it's available on itunes and spotify um, on Twitch, it's Heroes for Sale. No, it's twitch.tv slash Heroes for Sale 5. Someone has Heroes for Sale, so I couldn't take that. Um, within Twitch, I was able to set up something called Streamlabs. So basically, if I'm streaming, people can donate, essentially, the same way that you would to a Twitch streamer. So if you go to my Instagram and you go to the link in my Instagram bio, there is a new tab under my link tree, which is just basically a link that brings you to a bunch of other links. And you can donate to the content. You know, that helps me out. You listening to this, you heard the ad at the beginning of the episode. I'm potentially hoping to get some more ads by the end of the year. Um, But if you're looking to support the content in any other way other than just listening, because like I said, you're listening, you're you're helping me out by getting a listen on that ad, which is obviously great. Um, If you're looking to donate in any other way, there's that link is in there. Um, You can take a look. Whatever, I guess I'm, I'm, I don't know how much promotion I'm going to do from that. I don't know how I don't know how how much promotion streamers do with that, but I'm going to try and mention it every now and then. Uh, but that is going to be it for the episode today. So everybody, I will see you in the next one.